Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You're about to listen to Bananas for Bonanza, Episode 6, which was first released on June 8th, 2020. This is Andy Daly. Hello. Here on this free feed, I'll be re-releasing all the back episodes of Bananas for Bonanza one every other week. If you want to hear new episodes ad-free, please subscribe to my Patreon at patreon.com slash Daly. The entire Bananas for Bonanza archive is also waiting for you there, and you can access lots and lots of bonus content. So do that. Okay. Thank you. Enjoy. <laughs> Yeah! Bonanza, it's the finest show alive. So consult your TV guide, get your great outdoors inside. Take some ponderosa pride and forever make it ride. I'm bananas for bonanza. Now we got a signature start to this show. I yeehaw and you fire guns up at your ceiling there. I got I'm, a submachine gun this time. I know that's awful me? city slicking. No, it's a Gatling gun. Man, oh man, that is. That's really something. A submachiner. Whee! That's exciting. <laughs> Where are you parked in your RV now, Mutt? Oh, I'm at a Yoshinoya beef bowl. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it, are they open for business? Or are they, well, are, it doesn't matter because I'm packed in the drive drive through and so no one can get in anyway. I just clogged it up. I can't get out. My big rig's oh. too big to make the turn. I went in thinking I could order a beef yep. bowl, and then sure. I just got stuck in that, what is it, a 45-degree turn or something, and now it's just clogged yep. up like an artery. No you screwed up, Yoshinoya. You made your turn <laughs> in the drive through too tight for You're an RV. You're not big rig friendly. And therefore, I will not patronize you anymore. 
All right. Well, uh, if folks, if anybody out there has the machinery to get a large vehicle unstuck from a Yoshinoya beef bowl, head on down there and see if you can help Mutt Taylor out. See, that would done a public service. Thank you. I hey, appreciate that. Let me say my other thing I say at the beginning of this episode, every, every, this podcast, every time I say, hello, friend, come on in. The gate is open wide. <laughs> Welcome to Bananas for Bonanza with Dalton Wilcox. That's me. I am a real working cowboy. I am the poet laureate of the West and our nation's foremost collector and chronicler of the wit and wisdom of the West. And this is a podcast devoted to Bonanza, a television show. And we're going to have a guest today, and we've got our two regular co-hosts. You already heard from Mutt Taylor there over the there at the ocean or beef bowl we also got amy sleverson is our other Hi. how are you doing oh i'm doing real good but right. you know sometimes what i do when mm-hmm. my husband has something stuck is we pull it sometimes uh-huh. you can so if someone could give you a pull what oh. do you mean when your husband what well, do you mean sometimes yeah. when you go to the ocean or the <laughs> you can get you don't Things get stuck inside you, and you can you got a paw. So I'm you're talking you what, Amy? Yeah. If you weren't married, I'd come over there and snatch you right up. You are one hell of a catch. I'm willing to get down in there, and you know because that's what marriage is about. It's about partnership. If you're if your husband just ate a cheese ball, you know one of those big holiday cheese ball covers a nut. Covered in nuts. He's yep. gonna yep. he's gonna be in a situation later on and you got to be willing and ready i see what you're saying so around holiday time your husband's eating a lot of these cheese balls which is a soft cheese but it's covered in nuts it's you'd spread it on a cracker if you want or you don't have to but and that's then, not what he does he eats it like a baseball he just holds it in his hand and he you eats mean not it. like an apple but like a baseball yeah. but like oh yeah, yeah like a apple but a baseball <laughs> <laughs> So in the same way that he eats a baseball, he eats a cheese ball, which is also how a man will eat an apple. Okay, and then sure enough, about a day later, you got to help him get that out of there somehow. Oh, goodness. Yeah, we got out Vaseline, and then I just... I said, I said, don't even think about it, and just well. Sometimes you, he could read something like the Bible, you know, something from the New Testament. You can kind of yep. lose yourself in, yep. but you know, nothing too stressful. But then you don't want him to push too hard because you can get a tear. <laughs> <laughs> Hot damn! We 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 went right into it, didn't we? We didn't waste any time to start talking about tearing your butt. All right, Amy Sleverson, by the way, you already mentioned the the New Testament. We should tell people you are a Christian entrepreneur. You yes, run a, a we, site called you, Lots Daughters. People can buy a Christian home goods, is it? Home goods is All a right. product line that I'm introducing mm-hmm. just for this episode. Oh, really? That I think, yes. Oh, boy. That you're going to show it really... It's based on one of the, ye shall keep all my statutes so the land shall not spew you, you from it. That's on a tote, but it's filled with garden garden tools. Oh, so it's a little garden and tote bag, and the quote is, you shall, you shall keep all my statutes. You shall keep all my statutes so the land shall not spew you out. It's from the episode. Oh, it is? Yes. Oh, somebody says that in this episode? No. Oh. <laughs> Are you guys not watching the show? No, I saw it, but I, 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 what do you mean it's from the episode? I'm confused. It's from the show. It's when they're talking about how, um, 
the they should stay and take care of the land because they've been digging in it like like the land is a whore and they try oh. to take all the silver out of it and then a bunch of people say oh I don't care because everyone's getting sick so they hightail it out of there oh I see and then the guy says stay <laughs> okay I get it well there's some spoilers there Amy but that's all right I'm sorry no it doesn't matter I think people should. People should wa- probably watch these episodes of Bonanza before they listen to our podcast. If I had my, if I had my druthers for how to do it, that'd be the way. Jesus to do it. comes back, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a spoiler from the from the Bible, isn't it? Boy, that's great. Okay, well, good. So people can check that out on lotsdaughters.com. This is a multi-level marketing situation, and you've got your husband working for you, and it sounds like it's a good reciprocal relationship there. You can remove cheese from his butt, and uh, (laughs) he will help out with the business. So, uh, all right. Now, this episode is episode six and episode four of Bananas for Bonanza, and we're going to be talking about season one, episode six of Bonanza, which is called The Julia Boulette Story, and it, it, man, oh man, this episode has everything. If you watch it, you will find that it is a delightful diversion from all our current worries about disease epidemics, Uh, and it is also quite notably an episode in which an entire city is too polite to come right out and call a prostitute a prostitute, but uh, before we get into that, we're going to meet our guest and we've got a uh, a wonderful guest i think i haven't this will be my first time talking to this uh person because there seems to have been some uh, confusion regarding the computer i met a lady online in one of the oh i'm listening Oh, no, it's not like quite like that. It's in one of them, um, uh, the same place I met Amy Sleverson in the Bonanza discussion forum. Are you being too polite to call her a prostitute? <laughs> I'm never too polite. Listen to me. <laughs> this is my message to all you prostitutes out there. I'll never be too polite to call you what you are. That's a promise. But uh, anyway, uh, I met this lady, a lady by the name of Apple Junction, and we started talking about bananas and whatnot, and I says, we got to have you on the show. And she says, no problem. And we set up a time to do it, but she ain't here. But instead, a young man by the name of Chip Junction. Chip, are you there? Can you hear uh, us? Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> Hello, Chip. Your, your name is Chip Junction? That's my name. And you have, what's your relation to, because I met a lady named Apple Junction. And That's she, my grandma. Okay, all right. Now I get it. All right. Ample Junction's your grandma, and she was going to be a, a guest on our show today. Her real, about this episode of her real name's Catherine. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, that makes more sense. Catherine what? Catherine Junction. Oh, okay. So Junction is Junction is a real last name, but Apple was a made-up first name? Apple's a stage name for sure. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Is she a lady of the stage? Does she trod the boards? Good um, question. She she like does a lot of stuff. Um, on, she like does a lot of stuff online. I bet uh-huh. she does. She, I've been to Apple Junction. Let me tell you. <laughs> what, really? What are you trying to say? Uh, it's right over your head, kid. Don't worry. Let about me it. say you see my grandma's tits. Whoa! <laughs> I didn't want to come oh out and say it, gosh. but you did, and I've and seen I, one of them. Ah, uh, damn. You sound like you need a children's illustrated Bible. Me? Me? Oh. A bi- it's a it's a it's a sing along Bible. It's all well, wait songs. a minute. Yes. Uh, how old are you, Chip? I'm twelve. I actually just turned turned twelve. Happy oh. birthday. Okay. A perfect age. Well, uh all right. 
Well, so there's some content in this episode. I'm not sure. Are you? Let's just get it get straight. Are you familiar with prostitutes? Do you know what they do? Yeah, I'm actually familiar with that. Yeah, actually, because okay. um, I actually have a cousin who's done a lot of stuff like that. But oh. she actually, uh, when she tweets about it, you're not supposed to call a prostitute. Oh, what are you supposed no, to call? She it? runs a restaurant. She runs a restaurant. That's what prostitutes do. They run restaurants and bars. No, I met a lady a one time worker. that full on ran a smorgasbord. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, really? More than a restaurant. It was a buffet, and there was no sneeze guard. <laughs> you got no. a sneeze guard. <laughs> I'd say I know if that you're now, if you're not pretty germ resistant, don't go to a whorehouse. <laughs> <laughs> put that on a bumper sticker. Hey, put that well, on one of your products, Amy. How about that? Yeah. Well, the Hora Babylon with seven dragon heads is a sign that the second coming is Christ is coming, and that's Michael Landon. So uh-huh. this episode was really exciting for me. Mm, I just yeah. all I all I needed to see were the dragons, but they didn't have any dragons in it. Yeah, I thought a lot about the horror of Babylon watching this episode. I love, that's my favorite thing in the whole Bible, horror of Babylon. Uh, Bible, which she's I have pretty. not read. She's very pretty, but she, she she's probably part Creole. Oh, my, my yep. she's doing part, it right. My favorite part of the Bible is the beginning. Uh, what's the, that? In the beginning? Like uh, when it starts and they're like... Everybody pay attention. This is the part where, you know, all the stuff, all the rules are going to lay it down. Oh, like you talk about, are you talking about the Ten Commandments? The Ten Rules. Yeah. Nope. That, young man, those are not rules. Those are commandments. You are commanded to obey them. What's the, what's the difference? Uh, well, the, those yeah. commandments come out in my socks. You have a sock for every day of the week or panties. And then uh, in each pair of your panties, you have, I mean, but there's three more per week than you would need because of the 10 instead of seven. That is and a problem. And so that's because you make mistakes. You eat a cheese ball. <laughs> I actually just upgraded to boxes. Oh. Oh, yeah. Up. From briefs? Yeah, from boy panties. Uh, we don't call, don't call them boy panties. There's no such thing. <laughs> Well, that's what I was wearing. All right. Well, uh, then it's good you made a change. So you're telling me the you've got the Ten Commandments on socks, Amy? Yes. So Every, you, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that'll take you five days, right? Well, so you choose a pair of socks or whatever command you mean you want to focus on that day. But here's what I'm getting at. Is if, if, if I've got a pair of socks, is it the same commandment on both socks or is it different? <gasps> That's a great question. I never thought about that, how you'd mix them up. Or is it like you have a left sock that says thou shalt not, and then the right one can say whatever? Yeah, all the rest of it. And you can wear that one sock all week long, but change your right foot. It would save you a lot of Tide Pods. I I already have 300 pairs that I have to move. Well, wait, I how? can't change the design now. Well, how do they I work? I can't change the design. Oh, Is there no. an earthquake where you are? <laughs> no. I Jeez. have a natural tremor. <laughs> but Amy, how are the socks currently designed? What is the current design of the socks? How does it's it work? A, it says on the side, on each the side, but when you, you know, so people can see it, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not cover thy neighbors. 
I know, but what I'm asking is, if you get a pair of socks, do they both say the same commandment? Is that the idea? Yes. Okay, fine. That's fine. And they're identical. So the one-legged man is still going to get the full effect. There you go. Yes. That's really important. You can share that with another one-legged friend. Right. Like, I got two cousins that both are dying of diabetes, and they could each just buy one pack and split it up. That's a beautiful idea for Christmas time. Oh, the two, the th- they, they each lost a foot, did they? Yeah. Uh-huh. They've that been must, uh, eating must. nothing but Rolos for 20-some years. <laughs> oh, Those brother. are perfect because when you eat them, they look like shit. When they come out, they look like shit. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Your language. I <gasps> know. Uh, can you believe it? Oh. But that is. Uh, oh, you know what? I just want to take a second to say I'm having a real good time with you three. Oh, yeah. This is really, really fun. Yeah, it's a good time. Now, but wait a minute, Chip. What happened? To, where's your grandma? What's My grandma, we, like, um, okay, so literally we always watch um, uh, the Bonanza together. Oh, you do? You guys watch Bonanza together? Yeah, but I'm always playing on my DS. But she said she was on the forum and she wanted to go on this show today, but she couldn't figure out Zoom. And then she got really tired and she's taking a long nap. Oh, I see. She she had a hard time figuring out the Zoom, and then she took, she's just she took, took a nap. She took a nap, but she said I could fill it because she didn't want to hold you up. Oh, okay. Well, that was very thoughtful of Apple Junction. Is to that okay? Uh, I don't know yet. I mean, we're, we're going to find out. I I never thought we'd have a child on the show, I'll be quite honest with you. Chip would probably rather be playing Fork Knife. <laughs> <laughs> I play Fork Knife. I play um, Animal Xing. Oh, you do? Or you're you're what they call a gamer? I'm a little bit of a gamer. Uh-huh. All right. Chip, you got a cold or something? I have um I was born with um my nostrils clogged by there's literally like a duck a duct that is clogged on both sides. So wow. when I breathe, it's like I have a plate in my nose. Oh blocking man. the air waves. Oh, like man. a is is that how they is that the best way to describe it? Like a plate in your nose? It's like two mouse plates. Two oh. mouse tea sets. Oh. And then up my nose. Okay. And then it's like I try to breathe it. I like can't even get it out. And like if I breathe really hard, like it actually really hurts. Sometimes I get a bloody nose. Oh my. Oh, One man. of those cousins I was telling you about, he got an extra soft palate and it's up there in his nose and it kind of serves as a bit of a woodwind or a reed. So every time he exhales, it sounds like Paul Desmond blowing on saxophone. <laughs> it's really something. <laughs> and then he's hopping around on one leg. You ought to come over. I want to come over. Okay. That sounds I, great. Can I come over like today? Well, it's we're still in a I mean, I can't stop you. We're in a pandemic, but I am fork jackknifed in a Yoshinoya drive through lane, so come on over. Oh yeah. Right. Chip, are you uh, observing the uh, uh, lockdown quarantines? Um I'm doing like I'm doing my part, like um I found a mask on the street and yeah. I'm wearing that mask. And I wear it when I go to the bathroom. I do everything like they said. Like when you're in the shower, when you go to the bathroom, I always wear it. Oh, I hadn't heard that. Yeah. I hadn't heard that particular piece of advice. You got to wear a mask in the shower in, in particular. You got to wear it in the shower in the bathroom because there's a lot of droplets. Oh, What's uh, printed on your mask, Chip? Um, it, says, it says the American flag, but then it says at the bottom, just kidding. I don't wear one of those masks. You know what? That's the reason. No, because I live in this country, and this country 
was based on freedoms. Well, that seems like a bit of a of a quandary for you, because you could be making a mint on selling Bible quote masks right now. No kidding, man! Oh man! Oh no! No, it's all right. There's still time. There's you still time. You can still exploit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I never. I've been praying for for new ideas and product lines, but I didn't hear that one yet. I got an idea for you. You you make a a sort of head hood that is just open where a mask would be, and you can print your stuff on there and actively protest. Like a so, in other words, yeah, it's like you're wearing everything but a mask. Yeah, like a like like a ninja, but whose eye holes slip down to their mouth, and then you got to walk around blind as a bat. Yeah. Do you guys think like? Do you guys think like because everyone's wearing a mask that like there's going to be like a, a next generation that's like attracted to mouths? Um, <laughs> attracted to mouths because mouths. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because it's, it's like, a secret hole. Yeah, yeah. You're I trying to what's say gonna happen is you're going to find some beautiful gal. She's wearing a mask and just like in them old Warner Brothers cartoons, she's going to take off the mask and below the mask going to be hideous and she's going to go oh my. And chase you around town. <laughs> oh yeah, this is going to be a golden age for people accidentally falling in love with a man. Yeah, a lot of that. Yep, that's going to be happening a lot during this mask time. But are you saying like because the way that we've normally been uh, covering up our genitals, and therefore because they're covered up, people mm. say, "Man, I got to get what's in there." Now that we're going to have the same effect with the mouth and the nose. Yeah, because like all like people who are growing up right now and like developing the sexuality in the in the pandemic uh-huh. are going to have like a, a sort of uh, feeling like they can't control like a fetish. Yeah, and I bet babies yep. are going to be born with their genitals on their mouths. Not that I believe in evolution, but that could happen. I actually heard that like, babies are going to start being born with fins and then go back into apes, and that's actually happening. It's actually real. What? It's actually happening. My- it's actually real. Wait a minute, My- fin- fins and apes? Going backwards in both directions. I see, going into the sea and into the trees at the same time. Interesting. Well, I think My husband yeah. wanted me to blow out the inside of my cervix, so it'd be like an open plan. So oh, I see. We wouldn't have to, he wouldn't have to just go in one room or the other. Oh, I and he see. could go to Wait, in the he anal wanted you canal. to essentially do a flip job on your cervix. <laughs> well, it's just so there's no space down well, there. Well, sure, yeah. Put some subway tile in there, pop filler over the stove. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's not a bad idea. I like that open plan, well, open, con- open plan concept. It's older. It's looking mm-hmm. dated, from what he says. <laughs> dated. <laughs> what is it? Shag. You have a shag cervix? You have to update your cervix to 2020. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you can tell. Lots of lube. You need to have um, You need to have a lot of like space for like parties and friends to hang out. Yes. You, if you, you like can entertaining. Tell. If you're looking at a vagina, you can tell if it hadn't been updated since the 90s or something like It's just all about the various different choices we wouldn't make today. Right. So yeah, I'm 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 with your husband on that. I've never right. seen a vagina in real life, but I've seen it online. Oh, I'm sure you have. That's basically why they invented online. Mm-hmm. Hey, I've got a, a an announcement. I have an exciting announcement to make. Uh, yep. Uh, so you guys know that uh, a lot of the a lot of things have been canceled, concerts and whatnot, and cowboy Bill poetry Cosby. gatherings. 
Bill Cal- <laughs> No, that's different. Jimmy that's, Fallon? That's a different thing. <gasps> no! Did they cancel Jimmy Fallon? Oh, yeah. And I'm I'm leading a petition to cancel Pepe Le Pew because he's real <gasps> date raping. You seen that lately? I've been watching oh. a lot of them cartoons. He's yeah. such a handsome devil, though, don't you think? Oh, you ought to paint a white stripe down your back and get rid of <laughs> Goddamn Frenchie. And that's uh, that's one of the things we're going to talk about in this episode. There's a oh, damn right. French, Frenchman in this episode. I don't like that Pepe Le Pew either, but I don't like him for French reasons. I don't have a problem with him nonstop pursuing a cat. But anyways, uh, oh, yeah. She was a cat. I'm not talking She's about- not even a skug. No, well, she no. always gets some white paint down her back, and then he'd, he'd go uh, after her. No. That's the problem. If she was a skunk, she'd turn around and say, you got it. Let's do it. It's on. Come on now. Right. But she's a cat, and it just ain't right for a skunk and a cat to get together. That's, they that's make the a message scat. of those cartoons. <laughs> they would make a scat, yes. And it would smell not great, but not terrible. Now... Well, uh, oh, yeah. And I'm talking about a different kind of canceled. I'm talking about like an event is not happening anymore. Not like, hey, uh, we found out you're a rapist. We like don't want to listen to your albums anymore. Right. Just like that, exactly. Except South instead, instead it were t- it's a festival that would have been just fine, except for everybody lost their minds about getting sick. And this has happened now with a, a whole bunch of cowboy poetry gatherings. All the cowboy poetry gatherings of 2020 just get, are getting, they're falling like flies. <sighs> and so I says, you know what? I'm going to host one because we got to have one. So yeah. I am announcing now the 2020 first annual Wilcox Ranch Exposition of Cowboy Poetry, Wit, Wisdom, Western Music, Beans, and Rope Tricks. Whoa. And that is going to... Yep, that's going to take place out at the the Wilcox Ranch right out here on the outskirts of Tombstone, Arizona. And this is going to be, to be absolutely clear, a no-masks event, a no-hand-washing event. People must stay within six feet of one another at all times. We are going to have a kissing booth. We are going to have a good old-fashioned dirty spoon chili tasting. (laughs) We are going to have a good old-fashioned coughing contest for who can cough the loudest and the longest. And, of course, we're going to do cowboy poetry, and we're going to have a, a real a good old-fashioned hoedown, and we're going to do it. And and uh, I, I couldn't be more excited. Now, I'm hoping the journeyman will come out and play that. Play Friend, before it. you even asked me, I had accepted. Hot dog. That's and I'll right. tell you what. I'm yep. going to. I'm going to just slather myself in saliva, not even just my mouth. And I'm yeah. going to walk around, and I'm just mm-hmm. going to slide up to everybody and just kind of think of my saliva as a conductant. And I want any disease, if it's brave enough, to channel yeah. through me what I don't think it is. So that's what I'm going to do. Yep. I, I'd like to do it as a testament to my faith and set up a booth with, filled with dish towels for Esther, the book of <laughs> Esther. I think that would be a wonderful gesture. I'd love you to come. and Yes, you can have a concession booth. Look at this. We're doing business. Business is it 18 and over, or can I go? I had not even contemplated whether it would be family-friendly or not. I mean, to be honest with you, I think already, based on what I've described, it sounds like people are going to get horny, right? So I can't go, or I don't really get uh yeah you well, can come. literally like i could go okay yeah yeah that's fine you can yeah that'd be, that'd be fine you might see some things and hear some things that'll change you i'm but, ready all right sounds like you're ready okay good well chip junction will be there folks if that does anything to, to spur you on chip junction will be there 
All right, good. We're all going to be there. Fantastic. I, I haven't even announced the date yet, but how about maybe we do it and uh, well, let's do it on July the 4th. Right? Did, yeah. you see I, did you see my grandma gave me a buzz cut and she carved the word Corona into my head? Whoa. Why'd she do that? <laughs> so I would get a sunburn right there. <laughs> oh. I see. That's like a cheap tattoo. You're getting. She She's car- a funny lady. So you're going to get a sunburn in the shape of the word Corona. Yeah. Then my hair will go back and I'll just know where it burns. Yeah. Is is your is your grandma raising you? Is she raising you? Or, is she raising me? Yeah. Or, or Where's are you your par- mother? Yeah, that's the question. Where's your mother? My mommy is a flight attendant. Oh, really? Oh. Okay. Oh. What's her name? Huh? Her name is Sky Junction. Sky yep. Junction. Well, it's oh, almost okay. as though she was born to walk the skies <laughs> as a flight attendant. There. I know your mommy, Chip. You know my oh, wait, sure really? You. Have you seen oh, it yeah. recently? Uh, What's well, the deal? It, a couple of months ago. I don't want to go too much into it, but let's just say. Oh yeah! Uh, as soon as Ma- Ma- Taylor her says, her cake he- is not flat. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And let me tell you something else. She is completely updated inside. That is an open floor plan. You could play indoor soccer in there if you're so inclined. A nice backsplash. <laughs> We're talking about my mom's my mom's cervix. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, they're talking about your yeah. mom's cervix. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Sounds like your about- mom's a real good time. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. That- She's like a funny flight attendant. She does like stand up on the flight, like like it's, she works the Southwest. Oh, she, she does, does like really bits, funny yeah. bits, and everyone's yeah. like laughing and loving it. Yeah, yeah. When they say I love uh, they, those funny those funny bits, yeah. They, funny. W- welcome to flight twenty nine to Nevada. If you're not going to Nevada, you're on the wrong plane, right? <laughs> man, oh man, that is Cracker Jack stuff. I'll tell you, I'll ne- never get tired of hearing that one. I always forget that one, and, <laughs> and then I don't remember it. I tell you what, I do one better. Once they say that, what I do is I shoot up out of my chair and I go, "God damn, that's not where I'm going!" And I punch my way off the plane, <laughs> and then and then I say, "Just kidding, I'm just kidding, I'm playing along." No, I go sit sit back down in my seat. I always want to say I'm allergic to peanuts and pretzels. <laughs> You're trying to kill me with these pretzels. Oh, I, I, say, I stand up sometimes and I say, "I'm yep. a bomb." <laughs> Damn, that's a good joke. That's a real good joke. But then I did you... have a bomb. I did. <laughs> oh, it was did an you? old old timey like black ball bomb from you know like one of them cartoons, and I was just trying to do some uh, bauxite mining out in my ranch, and I was just taking it from one place to another because you got to buy it in Arizona, travel across state. It's a long story. But you were yeah. just getting up and yelling that you had it. Yeah, because I I thought it'd be part of the joke, but turns out no. <laughs> Were they reasonable about it, or no. were they unreasonable about the bomb you brought onto the airplane? They put me in Guantanamo. Oh, you're kidding me. No. How was it? Well, they let me uh, do the call to Imam every day if I wanted to. Well, that's nice. Yeah. All right. Well, good. All right. Hey, how long have we been? Anybody have any idea how long we've been we've talking? We've been on so long we haven't talked about Bonanza. Well, God damn it. This happens every goddamn time. The whole first half of the show, we never get around to talking about the episode. Now I'm mad. I'm mad. All right. 
Is it too early to take a break or too late to take a break? No, well, it looks good to me. Might All right, just well, right. Here's what. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, Mutt Taylor, Amy Sleverson, Chip Junction, and myself are going to tell you all about episode six of Bonanza, the Julia Boulette story. All right, uh, don't go anywhere. Come on back. Here's a break. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. We're back. Welcome back to Bananas for Bonanza. We're talking about Bonanza. I'm here with Amy Slaverson and Mutt Taylor and Chip Junction. Just turned 12 years old. Did you have a good my birthday bo- party? My birthday is a uh, leap day. Oh, February the 29th. Wait, so are you 48? Um, uh, yeah. Wow. Oh, I'm confused. Oh, me too. Well, uh, did you have a nice... Uh, oh, well, you weren't in the lockdown yet at that point. You was able to have no, friends I, I over. I had and, a big party. And I had a party at, a, um, at Leaps and Bounds. What's it's that? Like, it's like a fun place to play with your friends. Oh, okay. And you run through tubes and like you jump into ball pits. Uh Oh, a uh, ball pit. All right. Well, that sounds like kid stuff after this episode. And then they episode. said that's where Corona started. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. You were, you were there at... Ground zero of the epidemic? Because I sneezed in the ball pit and everyone jumped in. Well, this is starting to add up. I mean, your mother's a flight attendant, and <laughs> you sneezed and your, in a ball pit. Your grandma branded you with the word corona as maybe a sort of warning to other people. Like, you are corona personified. I get uh, it. I don't know. Well, we're here with patient zero of this virus, Chip Junction, and... Thank you for the virus. All right, here we go. You the Julia, Bo- yeah, the Julia Boulette story begins in Virginia City. A lot of action takes place in Virginia City in this episode. Little Joe arrives back in town by way of the stagecoach, and his brothers are there to meet him. And he says that he was just somewhere else selling cattle, and he he got a real good price for it. Got a lot of money. Yeah, we got a lot of money. Money. And that's when Adam and Hoss say, "Well, then it's time to celebrate." You've never been to Julia's Palace. Julie's Palace happens to be right across the road from where they are. And they all agree 
Little Joe's going to go to Julia's Palace for the first time. They don't say what it is. They don't say what Julia's Palace is. And and then a, a man tumbles out the door of Julia's Palace. There's so much. People are constantly tumbling out of doors in Virginia City. And uh, it turns out, I think he's been shot by a Frenchman. And then Little Joe goes in there, and he sees that Frenchman, and he sees a, the woman, Julia, who runs Julia's Palace. And then uh, Little Joe jumps in to defend her life. And then, uh, uh, and she's appreciative, and she asks him to dinner. Right? Does that basically sum up the, the whole first action scene? Yeah. And they have funny. a huge difference in ages. He's thirty-five, and she's thirty-two. <laughs> yep. So she is way too old for him. And uh, what will they even talk about? Exactly. It's hard yeah. to even imagine. Yeah. Well, and then we go into the uh, opening credits of the show, and this episode is a little piece of trivia. This is the sixth episode of Bonanza to ever feature the burning map of in the credits. <gasps> yep, wow. it is. And uh, I haven't I mentioned that the last few episodes. That's a big deal. And then we learn that Jane Greer plays Julia Boulette. Jane Greer is an actress who was uh, once held prisoner by Howard Hughes. What? That's just, yep. Howard Hughes imprisoned her, and she managed to escape and then was lured back somehow. So she's had a wonderful life. My God. Yep. Uh, she invites Joe to dinner, and then uh, here's here, and then we have a uh, pa. A pa. So Joe is getting all excited for his dinner with Julia, who runs Julia's Palace, and talking to Pa and. And it sounds like Julia is Creole from New Orleans, just like Little Joe's mama. And so Little Joe is saying to Pa, do you think she knew my mama? And Pa, he seems uncomfortable. He kind of says, no, I wouldn't say so. (laughs) He seems uncomfortable, doesn't he? He sure does. Because they're from different neighborhoods. Because, yes, they're from different parts of New Orleans, so they wouldn't have known one another. Right. Something like that. So then they go into Virginia City. And now Pa helps Julia get out of her coach and seems like they know each other from a long way back, which In is interesting. In the biblical sense, Could I, I ask wonder. a question? Yeah, I ask a question. Yeah. Is this show from the, is it supposed to be in the 60s? No, young man. It aired in 1959 and it took place in 1859. It took place in 1859? That's right. Why do you ask if it took place in the 60s? Because of the car. Because of what? The cars they had? No, they didn't have cars. <laughs> With the horse? <laughs> what? No, it's she a carriage. A stagecoach, yeah, carriage, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's horse-drawn carriages. They didn't have cars at that time. Don't you play um, Red Dead Redemption? Um, I play a, a knockoff version my grandma found at the at the um, at the fair, and it's called Blue Dead Redemption, and it actually isn't as good. <laughs> So it's actually, not as good. Oh. The whole thing takes place in the ocean. It actually isn't as good as Red Dead. Mm. That's funny. I would expect it to be just about as good. Well, <laughs> it's a DVD and you can't do anything. You just have to watch the menu. Oh, it's not interactive. Not really. Yeah. But it's literally not as good as Red Dead. <laughs> Sounds like it. Sounds like a totally different thing, as a matter of fact. But it's not as good as I did. Yeah, it's not as good. I see what you're saying. Well, so uh, anyway, 
Paul Ben Cartwright goes to a big meeting of all the all the big swells of Virginia City, and they talk about how there's a great quote in there where the doctor, who somehow seems to be in charge of the town, he says there's a big bonanza of silver under Virginia City, but everything on top of it is trash. Now that is some <gasps> harsh talk. He says if we're going to turn this into a nice city, we got to raise money and bring in a judge and a sheriff. And and uh, Julia's there, and she says, oh, I'll help. And then she goes back to Julia's palace, and she auctions off the same bottle of brandy three times for $500 each. So she That's raised- what I do. Hashtag girl boss. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think of that. Julia's a girl boss, just like you. A has- sorry, hashtag girl boss. So, uh, I call, like, I think, like, everything, I think girl power is really good. Like, it should be like, everyone is, like, uh, who's a girl is, like, a girl person, and, like, I just think we should put girl in front of every job, like, ever. Because if you're a girl and you're doing it, then it should say girl. Girl, girl, girl prostitute. Or, yeah. like, girl showgirl. Yeah. Girl showgirl. Or, like, girl Hashtag actor. girl flight attendant would be what we would call your mom. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't disagree. Uh, now, uh. Yeah, never mind. Go ahead. So, uh, now. Joe, little Joe gets invited up to Julia's room. Here come, I'm queuing up the first clip I want to show you. And now they get into some real lovey-dovey stuff, don't and they? And there is no food in this scene. Oh, what do you mean? <laughs> they're supposed to have dinner. Oh, I see you what you're saying. You didn't supper. Oh, good yeah. point. It's dinner, but there ain't no food. Maybe who that little Joe's on the menu. I it's think like what the that Bachelor. Means. Yeah. They, they never, never really Nobody eat, eats. They don't eat because they don't want to have food in their teeth when they're dating. Oh, is that what it is? I think it's because it's prop food. Uh, anyways, uh, all right. Get a spit bucket. Get a spit bucket. Yeah. Here, here. You can have all the flavor, no calories. And they literally got spittoons in every goddamn room. Just put your burger in there. I'm telling you. Well, so now they kiss. Julia and Little Joe kiss, and that's when we're going to pick up this scene. And now, last time, last episode, you mentioned that there was uh, a moment where the music sounded just like something else. Oh, this is, is, it is just is. Yes. I think I know what you're getting at. Yeah. Yep. Last yeah. time it sounded like George Gushwin's, Gushwin's <laughs> Wapsity and Woo. Hey, <laughs> right. Chip, what's going on? That contagious? What's, George Gushwin literally did the, all the music for Woody Allen. Wow, you're a real film buff. But what, yeah, what is this one? Ain't she sweet? Or I forget. No, no, no. It's Elvis Presley's "Love Me Tender." <laughs> That's what it is. It really yeah. is. You're going to enjoy yeah. the sound of Elvis Presley's "Love Me Tender" being ripped off by the composer here on Bonanza no as we no. watch this scene where Little Joe pays a very big compliment to this beautiful woman he's trying to get with. Here we go. No, quite the contrary. You know, you remind me of what I always pictured my mother would look like. She was part French like you, came from New Orleans. And she was a very beautiful woman. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) Yep. Well, can I just say something about Love Me Tender? Yes, please. I'm looking it up here. Uh, Oh, I'm going to... I've got a whole like phone book history of songs. I'm not looking online. Okay. Is, and uh, the words are credited 
to Ken Darby under the pseudonym Vera Matson, the oh, name of what? his wife and Elvis Presley. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Start again. I didn't understand that. Okay. Now, uh, the words of Love Me Tender are yes. written with Elvis Presley by Ken Darby, but he chose to be credited as Vera Matson, his wife. Why? Well, I don't have that. Okay. Maybe it was because they, they wanted it to see like, oh, woman at a bad wrote it because it's romantic. Right. Oh, I see. That's, That's nice. Oh, wait a minute. No. What? This Love Me Tender puts new words to a new musical adaptation of the Civil War song, Ara Lee, published in 1861. Well, that's still anachronistic <gasps> if this is 59, but... Oh, but it yeah. might have been in, as they say, the public domain. That but melody. 1861, you said. Oh. Yeah, 1861 by George so then, R. Poulton. In time, it was real. Right. And W.W. Okay. Fosdick. All right, well, I take it back. Fosdick okay. didn't rip anybody off. I like the part where he was like, you look like my Bob, let's make out. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best part. It's quite clear that the whole reason he's attracted to Julia is that he thinks, this is my mom. I'm going to give her a kiss. Well, he wants to suckle at the teat of a willing sow. <laughs> That's got, a good way to put there, it. Let me tell you. Um, I one time tried to suckle at the teat of a sow at, a, at the county fair. <laughs> And they said you're supposed to just use your head, but I wanted to do it faster. Uh, Have you yeah. ever suckled at the teat of an unwilling sow? That's a Saturday night, let me tell you. Oh, man. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I've hashtag them too. No, leave the pigs alone. But You're real good with those hashtags. I'm impressed. I know. <laughs> well, because I'm on, I'm on Facebook. Oh, okay. That's where they do them, huh? Has anyone here ever like ever kissed somebody who looked like their parents? Have I ever kissed somebody who looked like Do my parents? My, count my parents, both my parents. Oh, you've kissed both your parents, much? Sure. All right. On the lips. Yeah. You kiss your parents out of on the lips out of respect. Right. And and how to learn? You had to. I mean, you have to learn. Where yeah. are you gonna learn? Who are you right. gonna practice on? Right. Your mom and your dad, that's the answer. I practice on a, uh, on a Tickle Me Elbow doll from, the, the, from a thrift store. Oh, that's that's very disturbing. That's going to give me nightmares for the rest of my life, Chip. <laughs> <sighs> well, all right. But that's all right. I've got Listen, I've got plenty of nightmares. They're lined up like planes on the runway. That one will just join, join the gang. Anyways, uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah, Frenchie. So that the ultimate bad guy, this guy, Mulane. Frenchie, he's a Frenchman. He's so bad, he's a literal Frenchman. With an and Irish it, last name. Yeah, and he's hanging down there, and then uh, Joe and Frenchie have a fist fight. And I'm I'm not going to play it for you, uh, but it it is incredible that it has no music under it at all. And now, Not forever. No, for the longest time, and it really... It made me say, "Go, please go back to ripping off Elvis." It was wild how quiet it was. Uh, all right, now I want I want to play my next clip. I want to play for you is when the doc, who as I say seems to be running Virginia City, comes over and explains to Paul why it's a problem that little Joe is hanging around with Julia. And let's see if any of you guys can make any sense out of this here scene. <laughs> Because I'm a little confused about what the problem is, and this is like the central problem of the episode. Here we go. Ben, you know that most of the people of a community 
keep in step with the leaders. We're just beginning to find some of our leaders. You, for instance, Ben. All right. All right, Doc, keep talking. What? Well, I just don't know any other way to say it. People in the town are talking about little Joe and Miss Bulette. Now, matters concerning my sons and myself are nobody's business but our own. No longer, Ben. It boils down to this. If Virginia City will keep her house clean, she has a chance to become an important part of this country. If she doesn't, she'll stay just a dirty little town on a mountain. I'll talk to Julia, Doc. <laughs> Maybe you should move the town down to a flat area. That might help if the mountain is part of the issue. Yeah. I like didn't really understand what, what was happening right then, but um, I did understand that it was really boring. Oh, <laughs> right. You got you felt that it was boring. Well, that's I, so much studying scripture is is the deep boredom to fall mm -hmm. into, and that's what that's what it feels like to be connected to Christ, who oh. is Michael Landon. Well, I yeah. guess I really felt connected to Christ. I should probably like. I guess I'm. I guess I'm grateful. Well, this is. I sh I'm not uh, uh, doing justice to this because I didn't show you the brawl and uh, you didn't see uh, the gunfire early in the episode. You're just seeing the the talking parts of it, which in the context of brawls and gunfighting is really a riveting. This is riveting stuff when you know what's on the line. Now, uh, but what what is happening? That it seems to me the doc is explaining to Ben Cartwright that. He because he's a city leader, and if the city's going to turn out to be nice, his son can't be hanging around with a woman who's a little bit older. Uh, well, I think it's also that, and that she's been used like you can't believe. But we haven't <laughs> seen her date anyone else, and then also she was invited to the meeting, same as everybody. Yeah. It's confused. I mean, I wish they'd just come right out and say she's a prostitute and that's a problem. But at no time in this episode do they ever do that. It's but, kind of but, like watching like she, a Breakfast at Tiffany's. You never quite, they never quite say it, but yeah. boy, is it there. From what oh, she's I can see, she, just wear, she wears nice dresses and she's a hotelier. <laughs> and this, and uh, Audrey Hepburn's a prostitute? Not, not the actress. Uh -huh. the, the character, character Tiffany? Holly Golightly. I did, oh. I gotta rewatch that. Yeah, this is a uh, uh, watching Bonanza is also a lot like watching Breakfast at Tiffany's because Hop Singh is in both of them. <laughs> Hop Singh is in Bonanza and Breakfast at Tiffany's, and wonderfully comedically hilarious in both of them. Hop Singh has a fantastic scene in this episode where he's trying to uh, load barrels onto a onto a, a thing, and and it's hard work. And so Haas says, I'll show you how to do it. And Haas does all of Hop Singh's work for him while Hop Singh is there just smiling away like a Chinaman <laughs> because he tricked Haas into doing his work for him, oh, man. And he says, I use my head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's how dumb Haas is. A Chinaman got the better of him. Well, Haas, he's just a simple giant. Well, all kinds of stuff happens. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Pod. That sounded to, like it was racially like questionable. What are you talking about? 
Yeah. Like the part where you said that stuff about um hopsing. Like I yeah. felt like you were like it was like kind of conf- like I just feel like it wasn't twenty twenty. Like it needs to be updated like um like a like a vagina. Oh yeah, blow out the walls. Well why don't you uh why don't you enlighten me there, Chip Junction, twelve year old boy? How are you supposed to talk about hop sing in twenty twenty? I'd like to know. Uh, well, I haven't seen Hopsing, so I don't know if it's played by what? a white man. <laughs> what, what difference does that make? He's a comical Chinaman. Well, um, I don't know if it's my job to explain this to you. I think Google could do it. <laughs> All right. Well, but, I'm no, but, I, but basically, it, you should Google it. Check your privilege. Okay. <laughs> Hashtag, yeah. you got to figure it out. Okay. Hashtag All right. do the work. Hashtag don't ask for me to explain. Hashtag do it yourself. Okay. Well, I have figured it out. And Hop Singh is a very funny Chinaman. All right. <laughs> so, uh, Pa, Ben Cartwright asked Julia to break it off with little Joe. And uh, and she says, I'll think about it. And he says, great, fantastic. I Thank you so much. He, did, he seemed to act as though she said yes. But she did not. <laughs> And instead, she says the exact opposite. I'm going to hang around with Joe Moore. Uh, and then uh, it, we got another funny little scene with Hop Singh where he's defending a cake he made. Uh, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, when he talks about cake being flat. But it's, I don't know. Anyways. That probably thinks the world's flat, too. I mean, it uh, is. Don't get me wrong. I, it, the world's actually a triangle. What? Oh, boy. Well, you're way ahead on this. I didn't even know that. Have you ever thought about how you can't really get from um, South America without going through North America and you can't get to Australia without going across? Nope. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me do the math. Well, hang on. Let's not get sidetracked. I yeah. about that. Sorry. Yeah. We'll World think is about flat, it. though, because God wanted us to ship things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's that makes sense to me. Uh, God, wanted a, God wanted Amazon to start a beef driving. Just wanted a straight shot. If you're going somewhere or something, just straight shots everywhere. God yeah. tricked us by making Amazon a book sales company at first for college students, and then that he said, "Why don't I start selling everything ever?" And then that's why we have everything we want, whatever we want it. Also, when God made books, you thought he said looks and went to the library. Huh? <laughs> yeah. No, I, listen, made Chip, that, that, that wasn't God. That was the devil. The greatest trick. Booking. That, Sorry. <laughs> no, never mind. I prefer what you're doing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Could I just really quickly say that this is in a fine company, this episode, with a genre of both father and son who have dicked into the same woman. And I'm oh. talking like uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh, yeah. I never well, like saw that, that movie before. with Jennifer Aniston where she dates uh, father and son. I'd like to nominate Monster's Ball. That's uh, a funny. That is a funny movie. That monster any, ball. You ever see opposed? that? Yeah, Man, that is funny. Okay, I laughed so. and laughed and laughed. I four. also I have a new um, piece of merch that's based on something from the episode. It's a oh. it's a large vase bank where you can put all your cash in a big clear vase in your house. 
Oh, hi, is that is that something that happened in this episode? Yeah, it's yeah, on the counter they, there. They say, "Oh, that yeah, get that," and then they stuff all the cash into a giant clear vase. Oh, that's right. Fifteen hundred dollars <laughs> into a giant fifteen hundred dollars in eighteen fifty nine money. Leave it on the bar. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'll tell you how that conversation went. Uh, hey, uh, prop man, where's the cash register? Oh, shit. <laughs> That's how that went. Well, uh, okay, now, oh, this scene, okay, well, they talk about the fact that Joe is hanging around with Julia, and then we have a great line from Ben Cartwright where he says, I'm not going to have that woman beating me over the head with my own son. That's a sensible policy. <laughs> yeah, all right, what happened? Oh, okay, now, go into Virginia City. There's been a brawl at the opera house because people were upset that Julia, an older woman, was attending the opera, and Joe leapt to her defense and did a whole bunch of damage to the opera house, and there's a mob outside of town, and uh, uh, Joe's fighting them off, and that's when we learn that there's a big fever in town. All kinds of people are dying of a fever, and where can we put all the patients? And Julia says, send them to Julia's palace. Making so now she's got the moral high ground over everybody that won't do anything to help out with this favor favor epidemic. Yeah, she's gonna sex them back to health. Now they put her in a in a box seat in the opera, but then sectioned it off with her own drapery. Am I not mistaken about that? Curtains, because there's no one wants to see a woman aging. (laughs) It would be offensive. It would be distracting to the opera singers, I suppose. No, because you saw them when they were young, and then it's different. It turns different as it keeps going. I know what you mean. You ever do this thing? It is a terrible mistake where you don't see somebody for a long time, and if it's a woman, then it's like, wait a minute, what the hell happened? Oh, my God. I try to see see that. Yeah, I, if there's any women that I know, I try to see them every damn day so that the changes don't sneak up on me. And were you saying you don't say that? You, I should not say to a woman, what the hell happened? Is that what you're saying? You try to see every woman you know every day? Yes, I do. I make an effort. <laughs> you just offer them a, a cream or a bomb. That's that you can buy at lotsdaughters.com. Oh, all right. It's that was just about to say. You know I don't know I where do to find fancy creams. Uh, like how they put used to put Vaseline on the lens for soft focus on them ingenues. I just put it straight on their face the second I see them. Then I throw some cheesecloth on there for good measure. <laughs> well, that's a good idea. You're using Hollywood tricks to make women in real life look not quite so offensively old. Yeah, that's a good idea. I, but I prefer my idea. I got a list on the wall of my kitchen of every woman I know, and then I head out and I find them, lay eyes on them. Another thing day. you can do is to just hit the person over the head with a wooden mallet. <laughs> she does in the beginning, because that that's kind of knocks people out and they don't notice that you're old. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that was something. I mean, they really had a practice when the bartender hands her that. They just they had a system. They've been doing that for a while. I take. Yep. She was like, oh, Malayne is getting frisky again. Hand me the wooden mallet, and I'll hit him on the head with it, cartoon style. Before he notices I'm 35. (laughs) Yep. Well, so uh, let's see here. What happens? uh, All kinds of... All right, I'm going to go straight to the next uh, clip, I think. Um, Even though there is... Oh, man, there's a shootout. I don't want to breeze past this shootout. 
where uh, Little Joe and Mulane are having a, a showdown. And once again, as always happens on this show, Joe shoots Mulane, but it's just a scratch. <laughs> didn't really. It's nothing. Didn't hurt him at all. He just kind of, it was like poking somebody in the shoulder, but with a bullet. Uh, so that happens. And then, okay, they get their hands around this fever. The big problems with the fever are over, so they're having a big meeting. Oh, but before that, Julia breaks it off with Joe. I don't know why, but she says, oh, that's when she has the great line. That door you came in, it works both ways. I think you better use it. <gasps> yeah. Man, what a line that is. That's really good to have a door that, the, that opens both ways because you could leave then. Exactly. That's I exactly right. said that in other contexts too. Symbolic. Like when somebody says, hey, I came in that way, but which way do I go out? My butt. <laughs> I also have a line of Christian wound care. Oh. Because the people that when you have a gun in the house, most likely you're going to be shot by someone you love or who yep. loves you. Absolutely. Have you ever been shot by someone you love? Yes. Amy? <laughs> yes. I got uh-huh. a straight shot to the. I was on my way to the kitchen and I got caught in some kind of crossfire. My husband was shooting up beer cans and I says, ow! And you can still see it if you lift my hair a little. It's still in there. Uh, oh, sure it is. Yeah. Wait yeah. a minute. The, the bullet is still yeah. in there? The Sticking out of your forehead like a Frankenstein bolt. <laughs> yeah, but it's like. Caught, does it ever get caught on stuff? All it, all it has done is just made it easier for me to get up in the morning. I wasn't a morning person before. <laughs> well, it looks to migraines, me like... The migraines wake me up. Oh, <laughs> I see. But it looks to me like you could almost get a tweezer and just pull it right out of there. Have, have they tried? But it's memories now. No, it's right. just memories. It, you don't want to forget. It may yeah. be holding your memories in, too. I wouldn't mess with it. Oh, if you get a true. hole in your head, your memories come pouring out. Yeah, that's right. And Christian right. wound care, we have um, scriptural uh, wound care that you can apply at home and on your way to whatever Christian hospital you're going to go to, and you can also put on a Christian credit card. Yeah, these days, you know, they put uh, cartoon characters on Band-Aids to make kids get excited to get hurt. And <laughs> I want to know why they haven't thought to do that with uh, Bible stuff. Or guns. There were guns. Oh, put oh. what do you mean? Put cartoon characters on guns? Yeah, put Casper the Friendly Ghost on an Uzi. I well, we put motivational yeah. stickers on our guns. Oh, oh, good. You know, like grape job, and it's a scented <laughs> grapes, That's and like fun. you're. Oh, it's a I'm scratch a big off. Dill, and it's a jar of pickles. Oh, that's a lot of fun. Well, it sounds like nice. sounds like two of you have a lot of fun when you're not accidentally shooting each other. Well, now. So, okay, they they have a big meeting. They have a big meeting, and they're going to, this is my favorite. They're, everybody's all excited. They're going to pay tribute to Ben Cartwright for his role in getting control of the epidemic. What Ben did uh, to do that is not clear. But he they're make, brought fresh water. As far oh, as that's as right. He brought yeah. water. Hot, yeah, that hot. Did Lake they, they Tahoe. Yeah. Mm, right. Uh, and then uh, little Joe He's been broken up with, and he's a little drunk, and he storms on stage at the meeting just as his dad is about to give a big speech. And in this scene, uh, you'll see, well, I, I don't know what to say about it to, 
to serve it up to you. Just enjoy it. Okay, here we go. This is a big scene. Wait a minute. Where's my damn? Just give me a minute. Here we go. As nobody, Virginia City has a right to thank more than Ben Cartwright. Thank you, Mr. Romney. If we've done anything... Yes, sir, boy. Thank you, Mr. Romney. Oh, and thanks to you, too, Dr. Martin. And I want to give a special thanks to all you honorable citizens. But how about giving a little thanks to the person who did the most to save this stinking town? How about some thanks for Julia Bulette? Oh, what's the matter? Don't you have the guts to admit when you're wrong? Well, Virginia City's fire engine company's been needing an honorary member. How about it, boys? Well, the lady isn't going to know anything about it until we tell her. Well, there. Isn't that nice? She opened her doors to sick people and saved people's lives, and they're going to make her an honorary member of the fire department. <laughs> and it's like, uh, that seems like the, the only idea. You know what I mean? It's the yeah, first well, idea. Remember when they did that to Mother Teresa? As, well, Mother Teresa, I think she was made an honorary member of thousands of fire departments over the course of her life. That's right. Yeah. And she and she's an honorary member of the ultimate fire department now, having been beatified. Uh, she keeps hell down with a big spout. <laughs> you got that right. She's putting out hell. That's right. Man, oh, man. Well. I, I enjoy it. And then they, they really do. They show up at the whorehouse with a fireman's helmet and they give it to her. I Is mean, they really comedy? do. <laughs> Hell no. It's a historically accurate uh, Western. Every woman who makes her mark on society is inducted into the fire department. Dr. Ruth Westheimer is all over backdraft if you watch it closely. Yep. She, uh -huh. she, is, she is in the fire department. That's yeah. right. Who else? Uh, Madeline yeah. Albright, member of the M fire department. Mamie Eisenhower. M Mamie, yep, Mamie Eisenhower. Yep. <laughs> fire department. Uh, what were you going to say there, Amy? Well, did she actually put the helmet on? I don't believe we did see her put the helmet on. Why do you ask? Well, I was just wondering, just I was going to just see this. I thought that might be a good merch angle. Mm. Oh. oh, there is a real Julia Bullet who did get a, she wore the fireman's hat and is carrying a brass fire trumpet filled with red roses with a fireman watching behind because she's fun. To, anyways, it's real. It's oh, real. I know. I know. People don't understand that. Every single thing that happens on Bonanza actually happened in real life. There was a real Julia Boulet. She really had a, a house of ill repute, and uh, she really was murdered by a Frenchman named Mullane. Which and brings these aren't us even reenactments. This is real-time footage from the actual event. All of That's this. what it is. That's what it is. So they didn't even have like a lighter or anything. It's like they actually just, this is a documentary. We're just stepping back in history when you watch this show. Stepping right. right back in there. And you can just about smell the horse shit. What and kind of candy did they have then? What kind of candy? Yeah. Well, you would have had licorice. You would have had rock candy. Ribbon that, candy. You might, have had, you might have had one of them big 
uh, lollipops, like a big uh, circle, big circular lollipop. You'd had a bottle of brandy you could keep selling over and over again? Uh-huh. You might have had some old shoe leather you could chew on. That's you know. good if you're getting, like, surgery. I suppose so, yeah. Well, I gave away the ending of this episode, which is <laughs> that uh, uh, Julia, Julia Boulette ends up getting murdered by that Frenchie. And uh, and then, so Joe, Joe sees her right before she's about to die, and she says, oh, we did it. We got them apple knockers, them blue noses. Uh, well, yep. You saw my and- grandma's tits? <laughs> oh, my you goodness. said it. <laughs> oh, my God. And they are golden delicious, let me tell you. The Granny apple Smith. Kno- <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> apple knockers that's what your grandma calls her tits <laughs> all right that's what everyone calls it was ever saw them <laughs> okay oh i gotta get myself online more now that i have internet <laughs> she's on reddit all right i'm gonna get on <laughs> well so uh at, oh yeah now this is the sixth episode of bonanza episode i believe it was three hoss Falls in love with a woman who then promptly dies of consumption. And in this episode, Joe falls in love with a woman who then is immediately murdered. And don't forget that Ben Cartwright, his three wives died probably the night of their wedding, for all we know. Yep. He has buried three wives himself. So this is a great show. That's what makes them so sexy. Oh, Bad boys. He knows where the bodies are buried. Well, you don't know what in your last day is going to be around them. <laughs> that is exciting. That is exciting. <laughs> but how long are we going to have to wait for Adam to bury a love? You know? <laughs> I don't know. He's a now bit the, of a downer. He is. Now, the last episode, too, the last episode we watched, a, a young woman came to the uh, to the Ponderosa. What was her name? Lawson? Something uh, something Lawson. Mm. Uh, and it seemed like she was going to stick around, like she was going to become part of life at the Ponderosa. But that doesn't seem to have panned out. And then at some point, Julia here was invited to come live on the Ponderosa. And then yes. she got murdered. So they're doing it. So far, six episodes in, they're doing a good job of keeping women off this show in any permanent way. <laughs> And, and how I, many episodes are there of the show? Well, I'm sorry to say that altogether there's only 431 episodes of Bonanza. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. And we only have 425 episodes left to go on this show. Because we've that's already like, this we've that's done like six. Four hundred and twenty hours. Uh well, there's no way of knowing how long it would take to watch all four hundred and thirty one episodes. You could do the math. Uh no, I don't believe you can. <laughs> Well, that's it. That's the end of that episode. They, uh, the the uh, Julia Boulette story. We've done. We've done. Uh, discussed it, haven't we? Congrats. Thanks. Also, I have tankinis that are way for fitness, and they have a quote from Timothy that says, "A woman should not be heard," and yep. and which is, I think, representative of this episode, and for uh-huh. gals who don't want to interact. Yeah. I love that. Tan key. <laughs> it's good for a female mime. <laughs> oh, my. Man, I, you never Hashtag see a female mime. Hashtag girl mime. Hashtag girl mime. Hashtag girl mime. I feel like I never see a girl mime. We're, they got to oh. rise up. That's because we're already so quiet, it'd be redundant. <laughs> <laughs> here, here. 
she won't shut up with her arms. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. That's true. Goddamn, making a box quiet. <laughs> well, there it is, uh, folks. We also have so this this comes out every other week on. Uh, Earwolf, and then every other week that isn't one of these weeks, we have bonus episodes that come out on Stitcher, and that's called Bonus Nanas for Bonus Nanza, and uh, that's uh, and you can find us on uh, social media at at Bonanas Pod, and you ought to do that because there's always great stuff going on there. I think I don't know. Is there uh, any more complicated way we can get involved? <laughs> Yes, there is. I'm glad you asked. You can come on down to Tombstone, Arizona to the 2021st Annual Wilcox Ranch Exposition of Cowboy Poetry, Wit, Wisdom, Western Music, Beans, and Rope Tricks, and that is July the 4th. That is a no-masks event. Uh, so, yeah, that's a lot more complicated. you got to get, get a flight, probably take Southwest down there, maybe run into Sky Junction. I'd like to yeah. also announce that I'll be doing a, a Mexican standoff with myself and two mirrors there, so come check it out. Oh, you're going to do that? Oh, boy, I've heard yeah, about it. Which you. one of us will flinch? Hot damn, I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, Chip Junction, you have anything to plug? I'm having a garage sale. Um, I, okay. um, I'm selling a bunch of stuff um, outside uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow? Where do you okay. live? I live at, um, so do you know, like, um, do you know the world's biggest yawn? The yeah. world's biggest ball of yarn, you mean? I live 400 miles south no, of No, just that. the one strand? Okay, yeah. <laughs> 400 <laughs> miles south of the world's biggest ball of yarn. Uh, exactly 400 miles as a crow flies. Okay, I'll be there. Do so, south. I don't want to give my address, but if you drive from there, you'll find it. And I'm going to have a whole lot of stuff for sale, so you'll see it. And you'll probably have signs all the way from the ball of yarn to your <laughs> Yeah, to your well, house. I'm going to have people stand out and scream, you're going the right way. Okay. <laughs> Good plan. All right, Amy Sleverson, you, you've plugged a lot of things. Is oh, there any? Yeah, don't, yeah. No, no, you don't have to hear a zip in the lap. <laughs> <laughs> Women but should be that, silent. So says Timothy, you heard it from the Bible. Well, all right, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. Any other business, new business or old business? No, sir. Or shall, shall we adjourn the meeting? Let's adjourn. I, I move we adjourn. Anybody second? Second. Second. All those in favor of adjourning the podcast? Hi. I want to stay. I want to stay. <laughs> oh, no. oh, damn. Well, we've got one nay. I'm, I'm an I. You have a, you're an I. Aren't no, you let's not? keep going. Hours, hours, hours. Wait a minute. Shit, there's four of us. Amy, how, which way do you vote? I abstain. <laughs> oh, no. Well, well, no, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. It's two to one. The eyes have it. We can adjourn. Sorry, Chip. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. Tune in next time. So long. Bananas for Bonanzas brought to you by Andy Daly. With Maria Bamford and Matt Gordon. Theme song by Matt Gordon with The Journeyman, which in this case are Mark McConville, Daniel Nichikoff, and Wade Ryan. Special thanks to our gang on the ground, Josh Richmond and Shannon Locke. Bananas for Bonanza is produced by Ryan Connor and Matt Gordon, and executive produced by Colin Anderson and Chris Bennett. We'll see you next time.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.